Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place where you get to hear extraordinary stories of ordinary people and how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their life and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman, and I just wanted to get these stories out there. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. Today, I want you to let me know how this sounds as far as the sound quality. I am not using some of the buffering things and padding around the mic that I usually do. And if you can go into maybe Instagram or the private Facebook group, Instagram is just don't ignore the nudge podcast and the Facebook group to watch the videos and to leave me any feedback on the sound today is don't ignore the nudge.com forward slash Facebook. And the F is a lowercase F. So if you can let me know that, that'd be great. Today, I want to talk to you about a quick nudge that I ignored and I fought it, <laughs> but I ended up ignoring it. In 19, let's see, in 2015, my mom went through about a year and a half before she passed of a lot of in and out of the hospital, in and out of just rehab. I know her friends probably thought like almost like the book, if you've heard of it, Where's Waldo? They probably thought, well, where, you know, where does Corey have her now? Because they might ask on a Monday where she is. She might be back at the place where she lived Wednesday, she might be at urgent care. Thursday, she might be in the hospital. And Friday, she might be in ICU. I mean, it was that kind of year and a half. It was just not fun. And about a few months into it, she was in ICU for a reason I won't go into. It kind of had other people involved as far as medical staff that shall remain nameless. But (laughs) anyway, so she ended up in ICU. And she was in ICU. She was pretty stable, but she was not doing that great at all. She was not conscious. She was not in a good place. And a doctor came in and he said, I want to put her on phosphenitonin. And I remember in that moment, I just felt like I had this overwhelming nudge by God to like that it wasn't a good idea. So after he left, he hadn't, you know, put it in to her or anything. It was going to be administered through IV. And so after he left, I, like I usually did, I would, you know, go in on my phone and Google things and, you know, learn as much as I could about every single, every single part of everything. And when I looked it up, I found out it's not good for geriatric patients. And my mom was over 80 at the time. It's not good for people who have low albumin, which is what she had, which is almost the state of malnourishment when people have a low albumin. And it also is a derivative of a drug that a seizure specialist neuro guy had told me, you know, this did not work with your mom. It's not good for her age group. Do not let her have this. And I had put that in my memory bank. And so that was a derivative of that drug. So for those three reasons, I pretty much knew I didn't want her to have that drug. So a little while later, the doctor comes back and 
um, he says, okay, you know, I'm going to give this false. And I said, I'm not comfortable. And he said, well, why is that? And I said, well, she's geriatric. She's low albumin. And this is a derivative of this drug. And he looks at me and he says, oh no, everybody, you know, no, this is, it'll be fine and everything. And there was, I feel like the Holy spirit in my whole body was in my head. I was rejecting that idea. And I pretty much knew how I was being nudged. But in that moment, you sometimes can be swayed by people with experience or that are very convincing or with the situation or maybe the lack of sleep on my part could have been that too. Anyway, it's just kind of interesting why in that moment you go against what you feel either led to do or nudged to do, or as some people that aren't believers would say in your gut, you know, you just had an instinct, you know, I had an intuition. I just knew. So I caved, I caved. I said, Oh, well, you know, and he goes, Oh, it'd really help. And this and that, and this is the reason why, and these are all the reasons why. And I asked him about his experience with this and you know, he said, oh, you know, I'm halfway through. So he was a resident, but he said, I'm halfway through and residency, at least in the United States is four years. So I thought he was, you know, in between his second and third year of residency. So, you know, I thought, okay, well, he has seen a lot in two years, plus his experience, plus his medical school, plus, you know, all the different things. Right. So I went ahead and said, okay, Well, they gave it to my mom and she crashed. Her blood pressure went, oh gosh, I can't remember how low it went. I can't remember if it was like 60 over 30 or 55 over 25. It was so low. I didn't know you could survive when it's that low, but I guess you can because she did. And, you know, they counteracted it with other drugs and everything. And later that day, he came back in you know, Oh, I just can't believe it didn't work and all this stuff. And I said, well, you know, I'm so frustrated with myself that I caved because those are solid reasons I gave you that we shouldn't have done this. And, you know, he still was sort of surprised that it happened, but, and then we got to talking and I found out that he was not halfway through his residency. He was done with his four years of medical school and he was done with that, but he had just started. I mean, just like, I think a month in to his residency. So, you know, when he said halfway, that's what he meant. But I do believe, I do believe he knows that I was thinking, you know, that he had already had two years under his belt because of our conversation, but that's beside the point. The bigger point is that I ignored the nudge. I listened to the nudge and I felt it and I did think, okay, something's not right with this drug for her. And I looked it up, researched it, everything, that part, you know, okay, check. But then to follow through the nudge that God was giving me to not go forward with this drug. And many of you have listened to Chris from Chris Beat Cancer, who was one of our guests. It was episodes 50 and 51. Excellent interview with him, Chris Beat Cancer. You know, he was nudged to not do chemo. When he was like 20 years ago, when he was like 27, I think it was. And his family was not happy. You know, they weren't used to that, any other way of doing things. So they were very upset. And sometimes the pressure or the not intimidation, but just the feeling like other people know better than you. But 
if it's truly, truly from God, that's he's the ultimate physician, right? So he is the great physician. So all this to say, I just want to encourage you that as you go through life, if there are these nudges that you feel in your whole body feel (laughs) here, that you're supposed to either stand your ground or not move forward or, you know, even the small things, I won't name her, but a friend of mine was on a walk and she felt like she was not supposed to go on this one trail. And God, a couple of times just was really putting it in her, like, don't go forward. And she did it anyway. And she went around the corner and there was a rattlesnake. So, you know, even these small things, I would just really encourage you go where God leads, go where he leads, go where, you know, follow him, keep your eyes on him. You've heard me say it a million times that I have this visual that God gave me that, you know, if you're looking at God and you're supposed to follow him, And it says, follow him, go where I go, keep your eyes on me. Pretty much the only way that can happen is if he is holding your hands and is leading you while you walk forward and he is walking backward. That way you can keep your eyes on his eyes. You can see his face. You can go where he's leading. You can follow him. It all makes sense, right? So just a word of encouragement today to go where God leads. And it's, you know what? He will not let you down. He is faithful, always faithful. So until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.